Shelby. And I'm Erica. And welcome to the All Things, Things Melanin Podcast, where your certified hype women are getting you through the week. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an update. Erica! Hey, Shelby! What's good? What's happening? What's popping? How you feeling? I feel... I'm good. I'm you not, good? I'm not gonna say nothing negative. Okay. I'm gonna be cool. I'm doing really good. Um, But I do want to tell you about church. I didn't tell you that what happened this past Sunday is they had you know who who Israel Houghton is yeah he did a whole worship service with our worship team at church on Sunday that is amazing and he did like a mini concert like for you for people that don't know who he is he's a gospel Christian artist and this has nothing to do with anything but did you know he was mixed with black and white I thought he was Hispanic (laughs) yeah I thought he was Hispanic too I didn't know that because he sings like different songs in Spanish but he's like a grand, a Grammy winner, and yeah. he's just written and produced all these beautiful like Christian music, yeah. songs. And I just thought it was dope how he was there. He did like a little Q and A session with yeah. our pastor, and he performed some of his songs on his guitar. So he did like a whole acoustic thing. Yeah, I was so lit. I was like, this is awesome. And then he had like this after, like meet him after. I mean, I didn't go to it, but That's my cool. dad was like, yeah, they got to meet after. You want to go? And I'm like, nah, I'm cool. But That's cool. I listen to some of his music. It's really yeah. calming. I like. <clears throat> Well, that's good. Yes, it is. What's been up with you, girl? So your girl recently just came back from vacation. Yes, I saw your pictures on IG. Listen, I had so much fun. And it just made me realize that I really just need to take a trip at least once a year where I just, like, disconnect and I have fun. Yeah. So I went to Orlando with um, two of my best friends and my best friend's family. And we went we went to the beach, we went to Disney, we went to Universal, we got our lives, we had so much fun, we got a chance to reconnect and kick it like um, the college days, because just the three of us haven't hung out together, just us three in like three or four years. And we had so much fun, like we cried laughing. But let me tell you something, to all the parents that take their kids to Disney and Universal, Man. God bless y'all, <laughs> because your girl was, I was exhausted, I was tired, and... It's expensive. It is very expensive, but I do think it's worth going at least oh, once sure. in a lifetime. I'm have to take my little tink tink Me one too. day. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't take my child until they could remember. Yes, like until they get older. Like my like we were supposed to go when I was little, but I forgot why we didn't go. And I told my mom, I'm glad that you didn't take me when I was little. Yeah, because I wouldn't have appreciated. Guess how much Mickey Mouse ears were? Um, a hundred dollars. Okay, that's dramatic. <laughs> well, I mean, they were like twenty seven ninety nine. That's still a hundred dollars. Guess how much a slice of pizza was? Two hundred dollars. Nine ninety five. That's for a cheese slice. Oh my god! They're talking about jumbo. First of all, it wasn't bigger than my hand. That is not jumbo. See, that is why Walt Disney is making bukus of money. Yes. Dang, how can I be down? But I had <laughs> so much fun. Like I just that's felt like good. so free and so just relax my mom told me when i came back i look like a little chocolate bunny <laughs> i was like thanks mom that's exactly what i wanted to hear <laughs> that i look like a bunny rabbit that is funny well i'm glad you're back so we can get into our podcast for the day yay so you know what it is we're what gonna is it? get into our dating and relationship segment okay which is what everybody loves. Well, at least I do. I don't know if that's everybody, but... I don't think that's everybody. So, this one is really deep. This one, like, involves thinking, okay? So... Okay, I got this. The question. It says, let's talk love languages. So, we all show affection in different ways, which is why it's important to know what your love language is and why. So, what's your love language, Shelby, and how do you use your language 
and your significant others to create a healthy relationship. So first of all, I'm going to read you what the five love languages are. Okay. And before you do that, just to clarify, if you don't know, which I'm sure you do know, a love language is just basically how you want your partner to love and interact with you, basically. That's a great answer. So the five types are, number one is words of affirmation. So this would be expressing affection through spoken affection, praise, or appreciation. So an example would be like, I love you, baby. Or <laughs> you amazing, boo. <laughs> um, or number two would be receiving gifts. So gifting is symbolic of love and affection as well. So an example would be tickets to a game. It better be the Cowboys. Or purchasing a purse. Um and number three would be acts of service. So this are this is when actions are used to show and receive love. So an example would be like cooking for your man or doing something like that. Number four would be quality time. So this is giving your significant other your undivided attention. And number five is physical touch. Y'all know what it is. Holding hands, hugging, kissing, doing all that lovey-dovey stuff. <laughs> so what is your love language, Shelby, and how do you um, give your love language to your significant other to create a healthy relationship? If I had one. Um, <laughs> so my love language is quality time. I realized this about myself like a long time ago because for me, like if you don't spend quality time with me, then I'm not connected to you. Right. And if I'm not mentally and emotionally connected to you, then I can't be connected to you physically, if we're just being honest. Mm-hmm. And so it means more for me to just spend time with you and different things like that. Um, I think it's really important to talk to your significant, not even to talk to your significant other about their love language, but also to study what their love language is. Right. I think where sometimes a lot of us go wrong in relationships is, is that we try to love people how we want to be loved or how we think they should be loved right but the reality is that not that may not be the way that they receive love or that may not be their love language yeah so i think it's really important to study your partner and do things that fits into their love language Mm -hmm. so i would just for me i would definitely like study my my partner to know which one of these are like his top two um that he kind of falls into and i would just do my best to love him the way that he wants to be loved and, you know, talk about it and then, like, pray that he reciprocates my love language. But I think you have to speak up and say something about it because closed mouths don't get fed. They sure do not. Um, I'll start off with telling you which love language I like to give. Okay. And that would be words of affirmation. Yeah. To, I mean, I can only talk about like experiences I've had in relationships obviously but I'm just a person that likes to give those words of affirmation to my man that I don't have yet but (laughs) yeah (laughs) um just to be able to tell him like you're doing a good job you're amazing like you really look nice today you smell good because I don't want him going to work and having Sally telling him he look nice and smell good you know then we're gonna have to roll up on Sally (laughs) and and you know so but no seriously I just I like doing that because let's be honest because a lot of men they're not going to admit it but they struggle with you know they battle with insecurity too yeah because they're almost conditioned to not like have emotion or not be sensitive and they they struggle and have battles every day just like women do we're just more vocal about it we're more emotional about it yeah so for me I think it's important to give my mate words of affirmation and to let him know he's doing good he's a strong man like I appreciate him like if you're not showing your man that he's appreciated or supported yeah. By you, then what are we really doing? 
You're right. And then for me, my love language that I like to receive would be quality time as well. I do like having a connection. I, I feel like we should be in that kind of connection. Like, have you ever seen like an old older couple? They oh my could gosh, be anywhere. I love looking at lovey-dovey old couples. Yeah, they'll be it. like at a park or even IHOP or something. They're eating dinner and they're not sometimes they're not even speaking to each other but it's not because they don't have anything to talk about it's just they're existing in each other's presence and that's what i want like and i feel like you can get that with quality time like we don't have i don't have to be in your face you don't have to tell me every single thing that's on your mind right then and there yeah but it's just the fact that we can exist with each other and spend that time together yeah so i think that's goals when you just see a couple that they don't have to be talking but they're they can you know just vibe all yeah. Off of each other to, by just being there. Yeah. So that would be mine. But I do think we made a really good point earlier saying you got to just know your partner's love language, like what they like to receive. And you have to pay attention to your partner. I think sometimes as women, we get into this habit. And I'm not saying all women. I'm saying some women. And I've done this in the past too, but I make it a effort not to do this, you know, now. I mean, recently. But I think you know, women get into this habit of being catered to, being catered to, being catered to, and their man doing everything. But I think sometimes, like, you forget to cater to your man and pay attention to your man and see what he likes and see what he wants to do and see what, you know, how he wants to be loved. And I think when you, I know, like, so, for instance, like, for me, spending quality time, I think that's a really good way to pick up on things that he likes to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think, like you said earlier, you can't get mad if he doesn't, care about i don't know receiving gifts and if you're the person that loves to receive gifts like you can't be mad at him that he's not a good gift giver if that's not his love language or that's not what he cares about maybe he cares about i don't know acts of service like cook for him or something like you just it's important that you realize what their needs are and not worry about your own and i think like when you first try to figure out somebody's love languages and different things like that like it's not like nothing's ever perfect but especially when you try to start you know loving someone and being affectionate in the way that they want to be like understanding no it's not going to be perfect like you said it's like he's not a gift giver but that's your love language like he's gonna have to look he's gonna have to learn how to be creative and Mm -hmm. to be a good gift giver you know like those are things that are gonna have to be learned and developed like for me like quality time is really big and sometimes when I you know talk to guys or I interact with them like sometimes they're just really surprised that I don't want anything from them but their time because for me like if I can connect to you then I can become your best friend if I can become your best friend I can become your number one fan if I become your number one fan then I can hype you up and we can build an empire like I just it's bigger than that Mm -hmm. it's bigger than that to me and I just think for me quality time is just really taking time to see people because I feel like in today's society like we don't like quote see people mm-hmm. you know what I mean like we doing it for the gram we doing it for everybody else we doing it for relationship goals but I just want my partner to know that I literally see them and I support them and I love them and I think to me like when you give me your undivided attention when you put your phone down and when you block out all the restrictions and it's just me and you like that is the most attractive thing to me yes me too. That's exactly why I like quality time. My second one on this list, though, would be um, physical touch. Why was I about to now, say that? if my man, if physical touch is not on his radar at all. Sorry, goodbye. <laughs> you can exit then to I'm the left, be, you can exit <laughs> to the right. Then I'm going to be upset. But you, like you said, you just got to learn each other. So 
I, because I mean, only if obviously I'm in a relationship with you, like I like to hold and kiss and be affectionate. Yeah. But it would be hard for me to accept if my partner is not like that. Like if he doesn't yeah. want to hold hands at the state fair or something. So what is we doing? Like I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna have a whole attitude. I don't care. You'll be like, why you mad? Because <laughs> you won't hold my hand. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna be upset. But yeah. um, just things like that. Because I have dated someone who um, his love language was well towards me was giving gifts. Now I ain't gonna sit up here and say I don't like receiving gifts because hey, if you buy it, I'm cool. Thank you. But it's not more important to me than spending quality time. Because yeah. I think there's a bigger meaning, like you said, with spending quality time. Now, he was a very good gift giver. Yeah. I will say that. But it just, I would have rather have his time. Yeah. More. Yeah. Um, and so it's just all about what you want and what, um, I don't think you should ever settle for something that d- isn't fulfilling your love language. I do yeah. believe that. I agree. Because if you're not fulfilled, then you're going to go try to look for it somewhere else. Yeah. That's why I said I need to give my man words of affirmation. Because yeah. I don't want him stepping out in these streets. <laughs> and Sally Sheila Sarah is giving him words of affirmation. Listen, we will find you. <laughs> so, let's move on. Because <laughs> I was about to say something. I'm not going to say it. Um, so, let's move on to the journey. I'm really excited about this segment. You know why? Because this... Like, today, this segment is big. Like, it's really important, and it's really special. So, you guys, you guys know it's September, right? September. Isn't that a song by Earth Wind? remember the 20th of September? (laughs) Yes, so that means, for y'all that have been rocking with us, you know that that means September is our anniversary month. Yes! So, we are headed into our year two! What's up? Yes! So let's talk about our journey to two years, Shelby. So how did we start? Why? What are some lessons we've learned and that we've had to work through to get where we are now? So let's just kind of reminisce a little bit. So Eric and I have known each other since 2015. And we we started becoming friends shortly after that. Then we were, um, we went to this brunch. Yes. In 2017. Yes. And um, we were in the car and we were waiting. We were talking. And Erica said to me, she said, I think we're supposed to do something together, but I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. And the crazy ironic thing about that is I felt that, but I had never told her that. And I said, me too. But whatever it is, I wanted to have meaning. I wanted to have purpose. I wanted to mean something. Right. Fast forward to about two or three months later. We went to Essence Fest. And it was like the second year that Mm -hmm. we had went. Mm -hmm. And... Um, while I was there, I got this bright idea um, because um, we both love all things media, entertainment, um, black girl magic, all that type of stuff. And just being there was really, really inspirational. So when we got back, my dramatic self, I text Eric. I said, hey, I got something to tell you, but I got to tell you in person. <laughs> she was like, okay. And so when I told her, I didn't really know how she was going to react. But basically, just to sum it up. Is I said, I think that we should create a space for women of color, entrepreneurs, and just anybody that needs encouragement to come and be inspired and motivated to live the life that they've always dreamed that they can live. Because there's so much negativity in the world, I want this to be a space and a place to where, you know, it's only for five minutes. It's only for one minute. If you come across anything that we do, we want to make an impact, no matter how big or small. Yeah. And Erica was like, cool. Okay, and I was like, okay, that was easier than I thought. 
<laughs> and so long story short, we um, got together. Um, we came up with a net. We brainstormed. We came up with a name. We came up with a logo. We reached out to somebody. We came up with what we wanted to do, how we were going to start out. And then we launched on September 15th, 2017. And on top of that, when we went to Essence Fest, um, the inspiration came from sitting in those in the audience of those panels yeah, where it had people like Jada Pinkett Smith and uh, Queen Latifah and um, just a whole bunch of really, really successful black women, beautiful black women that are in the media industry because Shelby and I both have desires, different desires, but in the media industry. So we felt like, Hey, we can do this. And their stories were so inspirational and so real and so humble that we were like, okay, well, how can we take this and create something of our own? Because for me, my, you know, interest is being in producing. And then Shelby's is being a media personality. So if I go up to the local news station, they're not going to hire me. Yeah. And, you know, so it's like, why am I waiting on to get you know, my resume looked at by all of these different news stations and TV networks when we can create something to where we can use those gifts and talents with what we're creating. Yeah. So that's where the inspiration came from, too. So when we started, um, I'm going to admit, I had a lot going on. Um, when we started, Erica had just had a milestone birthday. Yeah. Um, right after that, I moved. Yep. Then right after that, it was like my 25th birthday. Yep. And then right after that, I graduated grad school. Yep. So I was real stressed. (laughs) But I would say that starting our brand was one of the best things that for me that we could have ever done. I think that first and foremost, it has made me and Erica's friendship stronger. I feel like it has made our communication stronger. And I feel like it has allowed us to express ourselves into and to push each other and to learn different things. I think in your one with all things melanin, we were really just like, we're still figuring it out, but we were really just figuring it out. Like we did not know what we were doing, but we were just putting it out there to see how it was received. Right. I think in year two, we really honed in on what we wanted to do and how we wanted to be perceived. Um, I think we've gotten more clear on our vision. I think we've gotten more clear on what we want to do and where we want to go. And in year two, we started our podcast. Yeah. So year two for me has been really, um, it's been really good. I think in year two for us, we, I would say me and Erica are both stubborn, but in kind of in a good way. Like we both want our way essentially, but we've had to learn how to do, you know, what's best for the brand. We got trademarked in year two. Yep. Um, we can't, we've come up with some more ideas in year two. Um, we've connected with more people in year two. Our vision has gotten more clear in year two. Um, I would say year two has been a really good year. So what would you say, Erica, has been something in year two that has really challenged you that you had to work on, but Um, made you better in the end? Um, I will say that year two is definitely an eye opener. And let's just give props to ourselves. Let's pat ourselves on the back since we always pat everybody else on the back. Um, Listen, because the sister is tired. So I will say that 
you know, we always preach like everybody, you just need to start. Don't wait to be perfect to start. Like we literally started and we have not stopped. So congratulations yeah. to us on that. Yes. Another congratulations would be um, the fact that everything that we said we were going to do, we have done it. Yeah. And okay. So back to your question. <laughs> um, so one thing that has challenged me was, would just be communication. Yeah. Um, and it has taught me a lot about myself. I mean, we've talked a little bit about this before where it's just like the fact that Shelby and I are friends and business partners, the lines get fuzzy. Right. And so that's natural. But in business, sometimes it ain't going to be fair and you ain't gonna get your way. Yeah. And sometimes, and and sometimes that can affect the friendship if you let it. So I think that that is the most challenging thing that I've learned about myself because my personal communication skills was to just hold it in and then blow up on somebody at a random moment. And I was like, I can't do this when we're in a partnership. Yeah. And so I think that's what I've learned. I'm like, if there's something that needs to be said or addressed, then I can do it in a, in a fair manner and, and be able to move forward because I really, really want this to work. And I just, I strongly believe like in any friendship, relationship, business, partnership, whatever, if you have strife, it's not going to work. Yeah. So um, that would be mine for a year two. And I really feel like year two has challenges more than year one has, even though year one was like the ground level zero. What do you think? Um, I would definitely agree with you. I think for me, it's really been um, challenging myself to learn as much as I can. Um, I think like for us, we really don't have like a mentor and we really don't really have like, we have people that help us and give us, you know, suggestions and different things like that. Mm-hmm. But as far as, for instance, like as far as starting, you know, our podcast, that's something that we figured out by ourselves through Google University Man. and the YouTube University. Shout out. And I'm the type of person that I really love to learn a lot, but I get really frustrated if I can't figure stuff out yeah. and I can't get it. And I think in year two, I've been like with a lot of the plans that we want to do and different things like that, we've had to figure out a lot of different things Mm -hmm. and we've had to figure out a lot of technical things. And I will say technical things aren't really my area, but I was like, you know, Shelby, if you want to do this and you and Erica committed to do this, like you're going to have to roll up your sleeves and figure it out. And I think for me in year two, I had to learn how to ask for help. Yes. I had to learn how I had to learn the fine line between asking for help and figuring it out and knowing that it's okay that if I don't know something, it's okay if I don't know how to do something. But what matters is, okay, Shelby, if you don't know how to do it, ask Erica. If she don't know how to do it and y'all can't figure it out, then reach out to somebody that knows how to do it or can put you in touch with, you know, figuring it out. And like for me in year two, I had to learn that it's not about being perfect. It's about using the resources that you have to do what you need to do. Yes. And that has been really hard for me because if you really know me, you know that I hate asking for help. Mm-hmm. I hate asking for help. Like, I will sit here and figure it out and cry and punch pillows all day. Not punch pillows. I'm I will. Crying. I got a real bad habit. I'm literally of crying. punching my pillows. I cannot. But, <laughs> like, that has been something that has been really hard for me. In year two. And I think another thing for both of us, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I think this, you would agree (laughs) that another year, another challenge for year two would be the sacrifices we have made. Yeah. I think for this second year, we really 
gotten into the weeds of everything like how actually hard it is to build a brand from the ground up and really being in the weeds of things and making adjustments and just recognizing when something is too much and you just have to pull back and making you know basically executive decisions on how things are gonna go because you've just made too many sacrifices or you're not making enough sacrifices yeah so I think both of us have sacrificed in a lot of ways girl, and have been kicking butt doing it. Like we have not yeah. given up and we're, and that's the beauty of having two of us. Yeah. And besides just one person, cause we yeah. can say, oh, we don't have a team, but we are each other's team for right now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just gonna have to work that way because, yeah. um, another thing we have learned is, um, making sure we kind of keep our business centered between us yeah and grounded between us like never losing the vision of what we have or what we want and never letting someone else tell us what we should do or yeah. shouldn't do and just really rely on each other on what the brand needs to yeah how it needs to go yeah and um, everybody don't see the vision everybody right. doesn't get it they do not and that's fine. Yeah. Because it's it not is. for everybody. Yeah. So I'm excited about year two. Um, one of the things I had to learn about myself is like, stop getting frustrated. Like you get frustrated over simple stuff. Like yeah. it's going to be frustrating. That's the beauty of like building something. Oh yeah, for sure. It's not going to be perfect. You're not going to be able to just, you know, wake up one day. Oh my gosh, I just, you know, I'm great. No, no. some days you ain't going to feel like doing nothing. You ain't going to feel like being bothered by anything. That was me yesterday. And that's just, I mean, that's real life. That's with anything. Yeah. So what's been something for you? that has made it worthwhile like what's been something that you've been like that's happened within our brand in this two years or in year two that you were like this is why I do it this is my why I think for me I will always say this is that just the feedback that we get from just random people people that don't even know us people that ain't never seen us or met us in real life and even people that have and people that actually really support us that you would never guess that would actually support us I think that that's the beauty of it and for me to be like, this is why I do it. When someone can say, oh my gosh, I needed to hear that today. Or you girls are so inspirational. Like those things is what keeps me going because a lot of times we will get in our head. I know for me as a person, period, as a Virgo, (laughs) shout out to September. um, (laughs) I am in my head all the time. So I'm like working, working, working. And sometimes you will forget why you're even doing something. Yeah. So I think for me, that's the thing that's like, okay, this is why I'm doing it. It's because of people like that. Yeah. And that's the, the main reason why we started anyways, to inspire. So, yeah. And I think, sorry, one more thing. The challenge is we cannot say that we're building a brand that inspires people if we never go through anything to have a testimony about. Yeah. Right? We can't right. say... We can't tell people or show people that this is this is how things are going to be and we never go through nothing. Yeah, you're right. So what is it for you? I would say definitely what you said, just really being just really being a light. I think for me one of the things that has been really great for me in year 2 is I really feel like we've shown more of our authentic selves to people. And we've really just went on on a limb to share our stories, to share our truth, and to share our opinions. And I think anything, anytime you put yourself out there um, to be judged, yeah, um, to be disliked or to be anything like that, that that's tough. Because once you put stuff out there, you can never take it back. But I've really 
enjoyed seeing, for me, I've really enjoyed seeing our growth. I've really enjoyed seeing our personality shine through because if we weren't us, I would hang out with us. I would too. Um, I've really enjoyed seeing that. And I've really enjoyed seeing people kind of like what you just said, just people respond to us and being like, man, you really be talking about the real or man, I can relate to that. Or guys being like, yeah, y'all really be giving us tips, you know, (laughs) or just like, I just really love hearing people's interactions and different things like that. Yeah. Um, so going forward, um, year three going forward, what I know we have really, really big hopes and dreams that that are too big to even talk about right now. But in year three, like, what are some things that you're hoping for, that you're wishing for, and that you're kind of working toward, whether that's independently within our brand or that's, you know, together in our brand? Um, I would love to see in year three, not only our podcast, I feel like our podcast is doing great, but I really see it going further than yeah. where it is now. Um, but I would love to see us doing more things that engage um our audience quote unquote um i would really love us to um to see people interact with us in different ways and i don't really know how we can do that i mean i have ideas but yeah um just being able to like you kind of said we've shown our authentic self but just kind of put ourselves out there even more a little bit yeah to show like we always talk about we friends we friends but people don't really see what we do as friends Sometimes they do. Yeah. But it's like, I would really like to see that more engagement and then our podcast really taking off. So year three, I think we can accomplish those things. Yeah. Um, and I think we're well on our way. What yeah. about you? Um, I would definitely say um, one of my favorite things, if you don't know, for me to do, for me, for Eric and I can do to do business-wise is for us to record our podcast. I feel like it's just girl talk and we just have a good time. And it's really therapy for me. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> but I would say definitely just, you know, growing our podcast. But also, um, sh- um, we've, re- we've recently started doing this, but also just kind of sharing um, the stories of other people mm-hmm. and inviting other people into our world for them to share their stories and inspire their stories because I think it's one thing for us to share our stories but sometimes I think it adds just a little extra spice like a cherry on top to hear someone else's stories to hear someone else's triumph and to you know to connect to them right um I would say that and then also the other projects that we are working on like I'm really really excited for the things that we have cooked up because I think they're going to be amazing. So yes. one last question for you. Yes. So when we started out, could you ever imagine that A, that one, that we would make it to your two, and that B, that we would um, be doing what we said we were going to be doing and hoping of more? Um. Yes. I would say yes. And... The reason being is because if we go back to the very beginning, what we set, started off saying with is how I came to you and I was like, I feel like we're supposed to be doing something together. Yeah. Anybody that knows me, I'm a rational thinker. She really so is. So I will break something down to the analytical point of reasoning and why. <laughs> so for me to even say that was like. I was shocked. Already something that I felt like. God had put in my heart and that I was supposed to just rock with. Yeah. I don't believe in just going with something and not checking with God first or, or just going, just doing whatever you want to do and not really believing in it. Yeah. So I think that 
yes, I believe that we'll be able to accomplish everything that we got going. And I even see different things like this may, I mean, this is just an example of like seeing the vision. Like when you go to, I was in an office building the other day and there was this beautiful, like just office building. I was like, you know what? That's going to be an office building of all things Melanie. And we're going to have our studio in there and we're going to have like our podcast recording in there. We're going to have guests coming in. Like I can see that. And for me to be able to see that, then that means God is like, Hey, I can take you here. Yeah. So I definitely believe it. And I sure wouldn't be here at year two if I didn't believe it. Yeah. I'd be like, girl, that was cute. Um, <laughs> that bye. Was fun. <laughs> bye. No, yes. but what about you? No, I would definitely agree. Um, I would say I saw the vision um, when we started, but I just didn't know. I just didn't know how, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. like I can see it and I can feel it and I can believe it. I feel it with every bone in my body, but I just don't really know how it's going to all work out. But I see it. Um, I knew that when we came together and I knew that, when I just brought it up at first, when I came to idea and you said yes, I was like, okay, you know, this this might be something. Yeah. So do you have any advice for anybody that is, I mean, we ask this to guests all the time, but <laughs> do you, what would you say to someone who um, is on the brink about, you know, um, jumping into their dreams, jumping into their passion? Maybe they're scared. Maybe they haven't been encouraged. Maybe they don't think they have what it got. They have maybe it's just something in the back of their mind. Um, what would you say to them? Uh, jump. I would say that just you need to go for it. And the longer you sit there and wait and contemplate, the longer you're talking yourself out of it. Yeah. So I feel like if that is something in your heart that won't go away, you can't stop thinking about it. It keeps coming back and bothering you. You keep seeing it everywhere. Yeah. And that's your sign that you need to go ahead and do what you can do yeah. right now and, and go forth with it. And just please believe me, if God gave you the vision, then he'll provide what he needs to provide for it so I think that that's what I had to tell myself too because like I just said I'm always just a rational person but I will think myself out of something and if you do that then you'll never start and you'll never get to the place that you can see yourself at yeah so I would say go for it don't talk yourself out of it you will have naysayers you will be scared you will be fearful all of that comes with it yeah but you can do it yeah so do it and just to piggyback off everything that you're saying um, cause I agree with everything you said. I would definitely say also whatever you want to do, like study your craft. Yes. Like, um, study, like watch YouTube videos, read articles online, follow the people that are doing what you want to do in your industry. Follow them online. If they got a book, read it. If they do an interview, listen to it. Like if you can find somebody in the industry in real life that you can talk to or work for or volunteer for, like do that. I think it's really important to study your craft. I think it's really important to always learn. And I think it's really important to be teachable on your journey because you don't know it all. And even when you, quote, make it, there's still things to be learned. So I would definitely say everything Erica said, but just study your craft, be open to learning, and do whatever it takes to get where you want to be. And be okay with not being understood be okay mm-hmm. with being disliked. Mm-hmm. Be okay with being talked about. Be okay with people thinking, oh, you know, they're doing this or they're doing that. Because when you make it, they're going to be the main one saying, man, man, I knew her when she was in high school. <laughs> I mean, that's my dog. But, like, just just really, you really just kind of have to have a tunnel vision 
and you really just have to know that if God placed it in your heart, that he will make it come to pass on his timeline. But you really just have to stay the course and to stay the journey because it's hard. There are days that you don't want to do it. There are days that you get frustrated. There are days when life is happening. There are days when you just don't have the energy, but you just have to decide, like, how bad do you want it? And if you answer really bad, then set up a plan and take steps to get there. Yep, that was the keys. That was beautiful, my friend. So happy two year to you. Happy two years <laughs> to you. Bing. It's our anniversary. Remix. Hey, turn up this weekend. <laughs> hey. Okay, so let's move on to our mentor moment. This is a good one, Shelby. Are you ready? You say that every week. For this jelly. <laughs> <laughs> so mentor moment. So this is a question. Um, or a scenario that was submitted to us. So we're going to read it and give our advice. So the story goes, my boyfriend and I have been together for four years. We met in college our junior year and have been inseparable. Everything's been going well. He met my parents, friends, family, and colleagues, and everyone loves him and us together. Everything was pretty much going perfectly, minus the normal disagreements that couples go through. Up until a few weeks ago. Child. He does have a lot of a lot going on personally, and I've been there as much as I can for him. He came to me and said that he wants to take a break. And I said, okay. I haven't really spoken to him since then, and this is the first time since we got together that we haven't been connecting or speaking regularly. Should I be worried that we're on this break? Should I tell him it's we're together or nothing? What should I do? Um, so this is a tough one. <laughs> no, it ain't. Um, I feel two <laughs> ways about it. I honestly do feel two ways about it. Um, so I would just like to preface this by saying that I personally don't believe in breaks. But just because I personally don't believe in breaks doesn't mean it's not the right thing for them. So I'm going to tell you the two ways that I feel about it. Okay. The first way is if her boyfriend is really going through something, when you are going through something that is emotional, that is hard, or that is just mentally and emotionally draining to you, like you don't really want to be around people. And if you're going around and if you're going through something that's horrible and draining to, draining to you, you can inadvertently drain other people and be toxic to other people. Mm-hmm. So my thing is that if he's going through something that's really hard, my assumption is going to be that he really cares about her and he doesn't want to bring her down or bring her into it. Because, honestly, they're not married, so she's not obligated to. Even if she wants to, she can, but she's not. But I personally think that you are the most important person in your life, period. So I feel like you have to do what's best for you. And if you feel like you need to disconnect from people to get through what you're going through, If it's really something that's detrimental and hurtful to you and toxic to you, I get it. But if you're going to go on a break, you got to put some guidelines on it. Like, what are you out here doing? Like, if y'all on a break, y'all need to put some guidelines on it. Like, no dating other people, no physical activity with other people. Like, what's the deadline on this? Check in. I think you should put guidelines on it. That's one take on it because I don't. Because I think when somebody's going through something, like you, sometimes you, sometimes love ain't enough. Sometimes you can't support them 
Like you want to support them and be there for what they want to support. Them. Like sometimes they got to go through that that valley by themselves. Like sometimes it's not even about you. Like sometimes it's just personal and you got to reconnect and find yourself. But if you're going to do that, I think you should put boundaries on it. That's the first thing. Me personally, I don't really believe in breaks. I believe that somehow, some way, we can come up with a plan. But in a way, I feel like breaks are like being separated if you're married. Yeah. So, I'm not into all the technicalities. But me personally, I really don't believe in breaks. I think that you got to go with your good. And I think that you need to have a conversation with him to see what's up and to see what's going to happen going forward. Because a break can turn into forever and then a break can turn into, you know, get back together. Or, But it depends on why he wants the break. Does he want the break because he out here having a hot boy summer? Does he <laughs> want the break because he out here doing an off? all for the city boys does he want a break because he wants to sow his wild oats that he didn't sow in college is sarah in his line and he needs an excuse now if that is the reason you should be worried and you (laughs) need to do something sis but i feel like you have to go with your good and you have to do what's best for you and i get like we don't know what the personal thing is but i think you have to evaluate the situation for yourself and you have to see what you feel is right and i feel like you have to act and adjust accordingly I think that's great advice. I think that's very mature advice. It really is, friend. You're not there yet. I'm not there yet. (laughs) Because if Jerome come up to me talking about we need a break, you done met my parents, my friends, my family. We're inseparable since junior year in college. Now you want a break? That would really hurt me. And obviously this girl is very, very hurt. And she's obviously worried to be writing us and say what we need to do. So maybe you don't need to listen to me, but a break would be like a no for me. Yeah. I, too, do not believe in breaks. I really think that <clears throat> being in a relationship, it is hard. You're always going to be faced with work and just life and, and all of that. So you should be able or you should want to be able to work through things together. Not everybody's that way. Yeah. But for me, if my man is going through something, like, detrimental, like, I want to be there for him. Yeah. And I want him to, like lean on me in that way to support him. So I would be offended that he's like, nah, I need a break. Why you need a break? Like you said, hot boy, somebody I'm breaking neck. Like, I don't need you to be telling me that you want a break. And so I think that that just leaves like a crack in your relationship that leaves a door open for all kinds of things to go through there. And then let's say during that break, he ends up messing with somebody talking to somebody else, then what? Are you just supposed to sit there and wait for him to realize he doesn't want to break anymore? Oh, yeah, I want you back now? Two months later, two years later? Like, I think that for her, she has to decide what she will and will not accept as far as those boundaries. Like, maybe maybe she should talk to him and say, hey, I'll let you do whatever you got to do for a month. After that, you can't figure it out. I'm gone. But she can't just sit there and leave it all in the ball in his court. Because then she's just going to sit there wondering, like, what did I do? Why did he leave me? Why did he want to break? And, you know, a lot of us women do that. We feel like it's something that we did. Yeah. When me personally, I'm like, look, we together or we're not. Like, you pissed off, you need a break, go upstairs. I don't care. We're not. Like, I don't, I feel like we need to work through those things together as a couple. Because if, to me, that's telling me we're not strong enough to make it through anything. So. That would be my advice, girl, but don't let me ruin your whole entire life. Um, (laughs) So, but if you have any questions like that, you guys, that you want us to answer for our mentor moment, please submit them at allthingsmelanintv at gmail.com. Yes. So, 
let's move on to our last segment of the day, which is words of encouragement. Go ahead, Shelby. So our words of encouragement are coming out of Romans, of Romans 5, 4 through 5. And endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with love. Okay, so when I when I read this Bible verse, it really just makes me think about, um, ironically, like our journey. And I just really believe that when you, whatever you're praying and hoping and wishing for, or whatever you're wanting, a lot of times we do not receive that when we want it. We do not receive things on our timeline, right. whether it's the career of your dreams, whether it's the man of your dreams, whether it's your dream car. Like a lot of times we just don't get things when we want them. And a lot of times we get really upset when things don't happen on our timeline. However, I really believe that if you're hoping and believing and wanting for more, you really have to be prepared to go to the next level and you have to be prepared to be you have to be prepared to be the best yeah. when you get there. Um, whether that's in a career, whether that's in a relationship and marriage and different things like that. And I think sometimes that we forget that in order to get to our destination, that we have to go through the journey and we have to endure certain things. In yep. order to get there. And I think um, we have to learn how to enjoy the journey. Now, listen, um, that's really hard for me because I be wanting stuff. Now, there are a couple of things that I want now mm-hmm. that obviously I don't have them, so I'm not ready for them. Um, I think we got to learn to be present in the journey. I think we have to learn how to stop asking God why me And ask God, what is this trying to teach me? What do I need to get through this? What is my test? What are you building? Why are you trying to strengthen me in this area of my life? When I started asking those type of questions, God started answering me. And God started showing me. There There have been times in my life where I didn't get it, where I have cried, I have broken down, and I just didn't get it. But when I got to another season of my life, I understood that God was preparing me. God was toughening me up. God was making me favorable to certain people. God was protecting me from certain situations. And I really believe that if you have a personal relationship with God and you love God and you know he got your back, he's not going to lead you anywhere that he can't keep you. Yep, that's true. And I think that in your journey and on your life, you have to realize that whatever season you are in your life, God is literally developing your character and he is literally developing your stamina. Because when you get where you're trying to go in your life, You got to be prepared to hit the floor running. You got to be prepared to step up in there like a boss and hand it like a boss and be professional. Know what you're talking about. Know who you're talking about. Knowing how to handle different situations and different people and different things like that. A lot of times when we want things, we want it then, but we forget about the journey. We forget about the work. We forget about the hustle. We forget about the sacrifice. Like you have to put your dues in. Like anybody that is great in life, has paid their dues, and you're no different. I look at this, I think that's a great point, and I look at this from another perspective when it talks about your endurance develops your strength. Yes, God will test you, but have you ever looked back on the toughest, grimiest moments of your life and realized, how did I get through that? Yeah. How did I make that through? Now, 
please, please, please realize that your endurance, of course, is being strengthened, but you're not, your strength is not in yourself. If yeah. that makes sense. You're not doing this in your own strength. Yeah. This is God teaching you things. Yeah. But I realize, like, when I look back on just toughest moments and how I handled everything all the time, I was like, how was I able to even do that? Yeah. It was because God was giving me that strength. Yeah. God was um, setting me up to endure those types of things through his grace. Yeah. So I think it's a beautiful thing when we are being tested, even though we want to sit around and have temper tantrums and cry and be mad because I'm I was people. like that today. I'm people. Um, <laughs> this, this is me. We're talking about me. Is me people. So <laughs> I just think that it, it makes sense. Like if you want to be from point A to point B, but you don't want to go through nothing to get to point B. Like yeah. what sense does that make? If you are the same person you are right now, and you, but you want to be at level 100, but you're not prepared to even handle anything at level 100 because you ain't went through anything. You can barely get to level two. If Listen. you haven't experienced anything, gone through anything that has anything relevant to do with where you want to be, how do you think you're going to make it when you get there? You're not. You're not. So... That's all I got to say about that. Well, <laughs> that has been it. Um, an earful. It has. <laughs> but um, we are going to close out in a word of prayer. Um, bow your heads and close your eyes. If you are driving, just sway with it. Sway uh, with we it. do not want to be responsible for a rape. <laughs> okay. We'll pray for you. Uh, Heavenly Father, we come to you as humble as we know how. Thank you for each and every person that has assembled to listen to this podcast. Thank you for allowing us to reach two years with all things villain. Thank you for allowing us to see the vision. Thank you for allowing everybody listening to us, Lord Jesus, to rock with us and to believe in us and to encourage us. We pray that anybody listening that has a dream, that has a passion, we pray that they will pursue it relentlessly. We pray that you would put people in their life that love them, encourage them, and support them. We pray that you would give them their sermon to know who's for them and who's against them. We pray that you would give them the endurance to do what they've been called to do. We pray, Lord Jesus, when they get weak, that you would give them strength. When they don't think they're good enough, that you would remind them that they are a child of God. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you would just continue to cover them and to lead and guide them. We pray, Lord Jesus, for anybody that is listening, that is dis- that is discouraged, that is sad, and that is really struggling with their identity or who or who and what they should do. We pray that you will remind them that they are a child of God and that they can do and be anything that they have been called to do. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.